Welcome to the Nunat Army Podcast. My name is Virginia Duan, also known as Mandarin Mama, and the podcast is about uh, the particular challenges and aspects of being an older female BTS fan. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see uh, my youngest son and youngest child in the corner. <laughs> so um, if you're listening, you might hear some sounds, and I apologize. That's the reality of being a mom of four and having almost no alone time. All right, so today I'm going to be talking about can you be a BTS fan and a feminist? I know. <laughs> I don't know. If you're a new fan, you might not know this, uh, but when I think Dark and Wild came out, and maybe even before that, um, they, BTS got accused, accused of being misogynistic. And uh, there was a big thing all over the internet, or K-nets, I guess, the Korean internets. And um, they were accused of being misogynistic, like rapey, and like all these like things, and they were getting a lot of flack for it. So it was mostly for, I think, War of Hormone. That's the, I think, third song on um, Dark and Wild. Dark and Wild is tied with uh, Love Yourself Tear for my favorite album. Uh, I think I love Love Yourself Tear slightly bit more because the lyrics are more meaningful to me. However, sonically, I prefer uh, Dark and Wild. It's just musically, it's it's super excellent to me. It, um, and Love Yourself Tear, I prefer the lyrics. A lot of it is because I don't actually relate to the lyrics on Dark and Wild because it's still part of their school trilogy. They're young, they're talking about love in the sense of, you know, trying to chase a girl, the girl's not into them, or they're like, you know, they're just talking about girls and I'm, and you know, the, the unrequited love kind of trope, which if you're a student, if you're a kid, and yes, I consider that if you're in high school, you're a kid, uh, the benefit of being an older female fan. Um, if you're a kid, then that's really important to you, and I, I feel like you should have a voice for that. Um, but it didn't; it doesn't appeal to me as you know a married woman of four. You know, I've been with my husband for like 19 years, 18 or 19 years. Um, so yeah, I'm a little past the like unrequited love part. Um, unless if you consider me talking about my children, they seem kind of unrequited. <laughs> Um, but anyway, like, so this is why I always say that um, if I had found BTS when they were first starting out, I don't know that I would have been a fan. Uh, a lot of my older ARMY friends, uh, they, they said that they actually did follow K-pop and they knew of BTS when they debuted. And they thought the songs were okay and the, the kids were cute and like talented, but nothing nothing grabbed them to cause them to, to stand with the fervor that they do now. And I think that, and uh, I think that turning point was definitely the, the most beautiful life era, right? Um, most beautiful moment in life. Uh, I, know, I know how to say it in Korean, but because it's written in Chinese, I can only think of that era in Chinese. Uh, I can't, even though I see the initials HYYH, -Y -Y -H, 
I can only think of it as a as a Huayang Yanghua, which is the you know the most beautiful. It translates to the most beautiful moment in life. Uh, so that this is a very long detour, um, but this is all just to say that the lyrics, the most problematic lyrics that people refer to, are from that school trilogy era. Okay, uh, so. I'm going to be talking about, I think, four, four or five main songs. Um, the, the songs that are usually, actually, when I first started watching BTS videos, um, of course I came across their, their original debut videos like uh, Bulletproof, We Are Bulletproof, No More Dream, all those things. And I, I like the music to it, but when I turn on the CC, and I, I, just, I didn't like the styling to them because I thought it was just very try hard and want to be hip hop. And then when it came to the these songs like um, "Danger," "What Am I to You," um, "Boy in Love," "21st Century," no, I don't know, I'll get to that, uh, and "War of Hormone." Those are like the four songs that people point out to uh, point to about being kind of problematic. Um, and especially when I watch the videos. I was actually so turned off by the videos and the lyrics that I um, either blocked them out of, I didn't block, I purposely chose not to watch those songs with CC on if I was going to watch, and I purposely just did not show my children those videos because I felt like um, they, they taught a very bad thing to my kids, especially to my little girl. Um, so what's the main problem? First of all, in Boy in Love, you know, the boy talks about, oh, like, why are you shaking my heart? Is that, is that Boy in Love? I think that's Boy in Love. Yeah, why, why are you shaking my heart? You know, what do you want from me? You don't pay attention to me. You're, you're, if, you, if you break up with me, you'll regret it. Uh, and then the video is, it's, it's, it's what? The seven of them are chasing after the same girl in high school, like Jin smashes the locker behind the girl, pushes her up against the locker. And like, it's it's typical Asian drama, like love story, right? Like uh, K-dramas, C-dramas. They give really, really bad. They do not represent good, healthy relationships. And, but, but, um, when I was a kid, I thought that was romantic, right? Like I thought it'd be romantic. I thought it was romantic if you know a boy wanted you so much that he got angry if you didn't love him back. That he got angry if you looked at somebody else. Like to me, I thought possessiveness and jealousy was a sign of how much they loved you, uh, when really it's a sign of abuse. Oh, let me clarify. Just because you, just because someone is jealous, and just because someone you know loves you maybe, or demonstrates their love a little bit more than you, doesn't mean that it's abusive. However, if they exhibit controlling types of behavior, like trying to control your behavior, um, limiting your social, um, limiting your social circle, um, wanting to replace everybody for you, then, then, then that is borderline abusive because they're isolating you uh, so that you become dependent on them and then 
you have no choice but to be with them and then you can't leave, right? Like that's, that's not a healthy sign of love. And so that, the video totally played out like that, right? And they're cute and attractive and, and then, you know, and now they're like terrorizing this poor girl um, in between cleaning toilets, I guess. Um, but, and then, you know, all seven of them are, it, it's very unclear, are all seven of them chasing after her and then she ends up choosing Jungkook? It's, it's confusing. It's like, how come there aren't seven girls? Like, <laughs> like what? Well, maybe the reason why she, all of you are chasing her at the same time, maybe that's the reason why she doesn't, why, why it seems unrequited because maybe she has seven options. And then to a lesser extent, uh, it is very, um, it's, it's, yeah, I find it, I find the video really disturbing. Uh, I find it actually more disturbing than War of Hormone, particularly because of that scene where Jin pushes the girl into the, um, the lockers. And even though in the behind the scenes, he immediately apologizes to her, you know, makes sure that she's okay because Jin's a kind person, um, that doesn't make the actual image okay to me. Uh, and especially since it's just a trope and it allows, it makes, I know that as a kid, and even now it's really hard to counter program things that you're used to, like, like these images that you're used to seeing, that that's what romance is, but it's not, that's not love. Uh, but in terms of the actual lyrics, I don't really find them particularly problematic because, um, uh, when I first encountered them, I did. But now that I, th but when I thought about it some more, I was like, you know, that's that's just the lived experience of a of, of high school and even just relationships in general. Like, if he's expressing a frustration, right? Like, they're expressing frustration at loving someone who doesn't seem to love them back, who doesn't outwardly express it in the ways that they want to. Now, where it becomes problematic is if they feel entitled. It becomes like incelish if they be, feel as if they're entitled to this woman's love, right? Entitled to her like sexual favors, entitled to her loving them back, right? Like, uh, and so that's when the problem is. Like, their feelings are. <laughs> I always, I think it's a uh, yeah. To quote Frozen, you feel what you feel, and what you feel is real, right? Um, and so their feelings of being frustrated are totally legitimate, right? In the sense of that, that they're their feelings. Whether or not they're entitled to the outcome that they want, that's a different story, right? And then Danger is, again, another song. When I first saw the lyrics, I was like, you know, I don't like these lyrics. You know, they, they're mad that she, that the girl doesn't, you know, doesn't love them in the way that they want. They're like, what am I to you? Like, how come you're, um, like, you're, you're holding back your expressions of love for me? Like, you're not. And then the, the video is also kind of uh, very aggressive, right? And, and again, the same, like, how come you don't return my love? Um, and again, same feelings as with uh, Boy in Love. Like, I feel like, again, that, captures a certain time period, right, um, of, of when you're first learning how to deal with your emotions and you're first realizing that, hey, I, I want to be with this person and they're not into me as much as I'm into them. Um, I think the f fact that it's called danger, though, is 
problematic, right? Like, why should she be in danger? Like, and um, and as a woman, I am. I think as women, we are constantly aware of danger to us, right? Like, there's a reason why when men ask us out or, or show interest in us, we have to like pretend to be flattered. We have to let them down easy. We have to, you know, make sure that they're, we have to care more about the man's feelings than our own. Um, and it's because of danger, right? Physical danger. This person can hurt me. This person can stalk me. This person can, you know, post, uh, you know, revenge rape, revenge porn, not revenge rape, but like revenge porn or like, re you know, all these things, right? Like women, there's a reason, there's a reason we're afraid. There's a reason why we, for example, uh, not for example, but um, just the mindset, like it's clear that, it's clear that women do not read these art, these lyrics, right? Because to threaten even implied threat of danger, right? It's scary and and I don't I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And then the the actual video I forget what the actual video is. I think it I, I get the boy in love danger and um, war of hormone videos kind of mixed up. War of hormone stands out a little bit more because it's very stylistic. Um, but yeah boy in love and danger I always mix up. I like the songs, okay, I like them how they sound, but I don't like the message. Um, yeah, and then, you know, all the, even in the videos, right, like they're smashing furniture, like what did, what are those chairs that were due to RM? Um, but again, I recognize that it captures the frustration of someone who feels as if someone is toying with them, right? Like it captures the frustrations of a boy who feels like a girl is leading him on and toying with his emotions. And again, I have several thoughts about that, right? One, you shouldn't toy with people's emotions, right? So it's if she actually is toying with his emotions versus just him thinking that she's toying with his emotions, then that's not cool. Don't play games, don't manipulate people. That's not okay. The other person is a person. Two, just because someone is manipulating you doesn't mean that, and your, and your feelings about being frustration and sad about that is valid doesn't mean that you are at all entitled to their feelings right like they're, they're, they can be these multiple these multiple tensions can exist can coexist and exist at the same time and then war of hormone is actually the one that I think the lyrics got like yelled at for being misogynistic and problematic uh, because oh I think sugar said like oh her body architecture is great um, they're hot you know, women are a gift and they love to look at women and, oh, they're wearing heels and all, you know, there's even that really suggestive lyric of J-Hope saying he's about to pop like a pimple, right? Um, and actually, I don't, I don't really particularly find the lyrics that problematic. Um, or at least it's no more objectifying than your typical Western song. And all these lyrics... I'm not saying that Western songs aren't worse because, I mean, anything by the weekend pisses me off. <laughs> and I and I really like his 
voice and his music, but I hate his lyrics. His lyrics make me so angry because they're just so entitled um, to what a woman should do for him or or like, or even that, um, there's this song called Trust Fund Baby. I forget who it's by. Oh, um, but I was just, that song pisses me off because it's, and there's so many songs of like, in Western media, and I'm sure in any culture of like, oh, the only women, the you're oh, like One Direction song, You Don't Know You're Beautiful, or like Bruno Mars, and they're like, everything is like, oh, we love you because you you don't think you're beautiful. We love you because um, you're pretty, but you don't try to be pretty, or you don't wear makeup, you're naturally pretty, all those things. And I'm going to actually get back to, refer back to this when I talk about 21st century girl. But anyway, War of Hormone, you know, just kind of objectifies a woman and likes to like talk about how hot she is. And uh, again, when I initially watched this video, it was, I found it like troubling. Why, why, are they, why are they forcing this poor girl to choose between one boy, right? And then how are they still friends? How are all these boys still friends with each other after this girl chooses V, right? Like it's mind boggling to me. Like what? How does this operate? And why is there only one girl? Where is this? What? What is this female shortage? I feel like it it unfairly pits men against each other. It unfairly pits women against each other. Like, oh, there's only one girl. There's only one type that all these attractive men um, go after or want, and then everyone else is just shit out of luck, right? Like, and you know, so I just I don't I don't like it on so many levels. Uh, but but you know, sonically, like V's growl, even though he's like a child, uh, is is fantastic. And then, you know, the I feel like the choreography is great. But yeah, it's just weird. Like, why are you all fighting over this one person? Like, there are millions of people out there. Why just this one woman for the seven of you? And then also, it totally produced, it, like, what if, what if she wants to be more with, with more than one of them at a time? And, uh, to be fair, not most people don't seem to be down with like polyamory, and it took me a really long time to be okay with that. Um, but it's totally possible. Like, why? Why are they? Why? Do, it, why is monogamy the only choice? Con consent, though, consent. All choices have to be consensual. Like, <laughs> forced polygamy, or forced like multiple relationships, or like, or if you don't know about it, right? Like, that's that's not okay. Honesty is what's important. Uh, I kind of made a, you know, kind of turned a bit from what I meant originally talked about, but there we go. And then the song, the intro, What Am I To You, uh, that RM does for Dark and Wild, that, I think that's the song right before Danger. So they have very similar lyrics in the sense of like, what am I to you? Like, why are you doing this to me? How come you don't, how come you don't pay attention to me? How come you don't care about me? How come it... How come it seems like I care about you more than you care about me? So again, same kind of problematic, same type of feeling of if they're, if the guy is entitled, feels entitled to your, to the girl's affections, then that's a problem. But if it's just venting, which actually I think is the situation, then, you know, you feel what you feel and what you feel is real. But just because you feel that doesn't mean that you are entitled to other people's desires, right? Or you're entitled to her feelings. So, because they got so much flack over like the perceived, over these lyrics, right? 
um, RM felt really awful about it because, you know, their audience is women or not only women, but like the, 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 their fan base probably is a at the time was probably the majority girls, right? And so he was so upset by these accusations, these allegations of misogyny that he checked uh, his future lyrics with a feminist professor in Korea. And I think it's been applied or maybe or maybe I've conflated the two, but either way, BTS fandom always like is super excited. I like lauds the song 21st Century Girls um, as this like feminist empowerment song. And so I was like, yes, that's awesome. Like, oh, they're they're coming about society, about like, you know, these ridiculous expectations from parents and from the previous generations, except, and, and then now they're talking about feminism. Yay! Except this is the stupidest feminism that I've ever, it, if you actually examine the lyrics, it is, it is not feminist. It is not feminist at all. It's not empowering at all. The reasons, so the premise of the song is like, hey, you know, you don't have to be, feel, you don't have to feel sad. The girl, you don't have to feel sad. You don't have to feel like you're not great. You can do these things. You're, you're smart. You're, you can do these things. You can do stuff. And, and this is the reason they give her. You're my girlfriend. Don't worry about it. You're mine. You're beautiful. That's why you're worthy. That's annoying. That's not, that's not feminism. That's not empowerment. So, and this is where I talk about, this is where it refer, I refer back to like those songs about, oh, you're only beautiful because you don't know that you're beautiful. You're only, you're smart, but you don't think you are. Or like you're, you're humble. And, and not that you can't be humble. But why in these singers' opinions, why is it that the girl is only beautiful and valuable if she personally does not feel like she is? Why is it that they're only considered beautiful or like empowered or come from a place of power if they're these guys' girlfriend or if they're not trying hard? Like, I'm totally butchering this explanation, but why is it that it's because they are insecure that they are told that they are beautiful. Does that make sense? Like, and I get it. They're trying to be comforting. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. Like, that's not how people try to comfort you. But, and, and I recognize also that it might not make a very romantic song. Okay, I get it. But the truth is, we as women are empowered because we have power inherent in our being without some dude saying, oh, we're powerful. We are powerful and beautiful because we are inherently powerful and beautiful. We don't, we're not qualified beauty. All the times people are like, oh, you're only beautiful if you're natural and we're or like natural looking. And half the time men don't even realize we've worn a lot of makeup to look natural, right? Like, or, but, but why? Why does being beautiful have to be with like no effort? Like why, why? You can be beautiful, you can be powerful 
and acknowledge that. You can be smart and say you're smart. You can know these things about you. You don't have to pretend to be, you don't have to be insecure about it. Why do we have to be diminished? Why do we have to be self-diminishing in order for a man to acknowledge us in our fullness? And it's, it, it plays into that narrative of women having to constantly downplay their abilities and their talents and their smarts. It plays, it, it's the same narrative of women having to like, oh, you know, you know, you're such a great guy and it's my fault that I don't like you and oh, I'm totally flattered, but I have a boyfriend. Like it's, it plays into that narrative of us softening who we are to placate a man. When in reality, we don't. We are amazing all ourselves. Like we don't need their approval. Um, and it is out of fear, out of fear of physical safety, out of fear of, you know, societal rejection, right? Out of fear of not seeing, being seen as a desirable mate within the confines of this enforced and false binary, right? <sighs> so knowing all this stuff, can you be a feminist and a BTS fan? Absolutely. Why? Because first of all, BTS has evolved, right? They recognize why those lyrics might be problematic. They made attempts to change it. And while I don't personally think that the changed lyrics, like the new improved lyrics are any better, you can, you can see that as they have grown, as they've moved away from the, the, the uh, unrequited love kind of thing, that they have moved on to talking about loving, uh, loving themselves, right? And they have matured in their understanding of what love is and what love means. And instead of being so other person focused, they're focusing more on themselves. How do they become a lovable person? Why, what makes them a lovable person? And like dealing, grappling with identity in that sense. And then two, we all, we can hold multiple paradoxes, right? We are, we, we all contain, we contain multitudes and you can recognize that lyrics are problematic and you can recognize lyrics capture only a part of the picture, right? Like if this was the only thing that they sang about and the only way that they treated people, then yeah, I don't, I'm not for that, right? But it is part, it's a snapshot of a period of time. It is a snapshot of a certain type of emotion and it is a snapshot it's a glimpse, right? So just like we are not, oh, as parents, right? Like they, the, like mothers, especially like your, the, your parenting is, cannot be judged by the worst thing you've done, right? Like, or like when you've had a bad day, uh, again, I'm totally butchering it, but like we're, we're, we're people on a continuum, right? And we progress and it, it is the arc of where our what our story is that kind of and how we react to people and how we treat people that I find important and I find that says more about um, us as people than just saying oh these lyrics are problematic they're canceled and I feel like it's important to have these conversations because we are all a product of society we are all we are all 
programmed to be misogynistic. We are all programmed to enforce and keep the patriarchy. We are all programmed to be racist. Why? Because our surrounding society is racist. Our surrounding society is, is trying to reinforce patriarchy. Otherwise, why would it be so difficult for a, a woman or anyone to file a restraining order? It's like near impossible. Why? Because it keeps men in power. Okay. So I hope this was somewhat enlightening and not completely in shambles. And um, yeah, yes, you can be a feminist and love BTS. And I will add a few more things. I love a lot of things musically and how they sound and even like the lyrics, even though they're problematic, of lots of artists that are awful, that are just completely the worst. For example, my favorite Eminem song is Kim, where basically it's a fantasy of him locking his wife, ex-wife, in the cor- in the trunk of his car, taking her out in some like abandoned countryside and murdering her. For many reasons, that is a terrible, 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 terrible thing. We do not support this, okay? And yet, favorite Eminem song. My second favorite is Love the Way You Lie with Rihanna. And it also is super problematic, right? It's just like the most disintegrated, unhealthy relationship. And they're both monsters. And it's awful. And he, he, be, he basically says that he will kill her if, he does, if she doesn't stay with him. Or like, maybe not exactly, but whatever, right? So it's totally possible to love, th- to really like and enjoy and consume things that are problematic. Um, the problem happens when you believe those things or when you, we don't dissect it, right? And so we can know, we can hold two seemingly opposite things at the same time, okay? All right, thanks for watching or listening. Uh, please like and subscribe if you're on YouTube and please, like, uh, please subscribe uh, to my podcast if um, you're listening to it. I hope you have a wonderful day and uh, this has been the Nuna Army Podcast. Bye.